Hi everyone, uh, my name is Ariane Mara and this is the Honestly series. We often hear that delegation and collaboration breed success. So today I'm going to give you a few pointers on how to utilize your time and delegate responsibilities so you don't feel like you are the only one who does work hard if this is what you feel. The Honestly series features hot topics related to starting, running and growing an expertise business online. It is also a powerhouse of instantly applicable knowledge, experiences, techniques and ideas, as well as a go-to source for professionals and online entrepreneurs to find understanding, ideas and solutions for personal struggles or uncertainties. So there we go, let's talk about delegation and collaboration today. Throughout the years, I have come across numerous types of struggles that women face at the workplace and feeling like the only one who works hard in the team or on a project comes up more often than you would think. Now, believe it or not, the reason why people feel that way lies with delegation or collaboration habits, sometimes both. Have you ever felt like nobody works as many hours as me or no other person completes as many tasks as I do or nobody does the job as thoroughly as I do or everybody should see how much effort and time I put in that and that I need help. Yet nobody seems to offer that helping hand. All in all, have you ever felt like you're the only one who cares and puts the work in? If your answer is yes, then this podcast is for you. You can find out how to achieve successful delegation, collaboration, and learn about the habits of highly effective people. You know, it's okay to be not okay. So let's start at the very beginning and establish that feeling this way is not okay. Even it is okay to be not okay. It can lead to increased stress levels and burnout. The good news is that there are ways around it. Firstly, based on scientific research, people working in teams want to perform better and achieve better results. Not many have set out to just hang around and be there without being useful. More often than not, if you find yourself working harder than others or finding more tasks to complete than those around you, it is worth investigating the reasons. So what these reasons could be? You might know the project better than others. You might have worked with the management for longer. Therefore, you have better clarity on expectations. Or simply, you just have a better common sense as to what needs to be done. In these scenarios, certain team members may find it challenging to see what needs to be delivered and may also be unsure of the pace. Whether you work as the leader of the team or as a team member, if you're the one who has an endless list of tasks and find yourself under pressure, the only way forward is to even out the task list. That way, each team member can have their own tasks and responsibilities. One way to achieve this is through delegation, and this is what highly effective people use in order to achieve success faster. So is there a recipe for good delegation and collaboration? Nowadays, it's quite trendy to give you simple processes, 
three steps, four steps. So today I'm giving you six easy steps. So delegation and collaboration is six easy steps. While most people associate the word delegation with giving tasks and responsibilities to others in the team, it doesn't necessarily mean only that. Delegation can work in different ways. Instead of giving, uh, you can share duties with another team member or delegate certain decisions related to the work. All that matters is that you work together for a more effective outcome. I'm going to walk you through these six steps that will lead you to more impactful outcomes in your delegation. Think of the task you're working on right now and write down the answer to each question. Question one, what is the desired outcome of your project or task? Determine what is the aim that you would like to achieve by working through the task. This is the end goal of the process. And that's quite important because without knowing where you want to go, it's quite difficult to get that. Question two, what are the steps that lead you to this outcome in the most effective way? Think through what milestones you need to hit as you're working your way through completing the task. Question three, what are you good at? And what are the areas of your role where you could use some help or support from others? To carry out the delegation effectively, you must be aware of your own strengths and weaknesses. A great habit of highly effective people is appointing somebody to share the workload with. This method is a genius way of completing the task at hand fast and with outstanding results. So always delegate tasks that are not your strongest suits. The reason for that is not to hide your weaknesses, but to work for the best possible outcome. Question four, learn about your network. Find out what each colleague's strengths and weaknesses are, and this will assist you in finding the best person to work with on each task and delegate effectively. Connecting to what I mentioned before, everybody has strengths and areas where help is needed. Let me give you an example for a fruitful collaboration. Let's say the task at hand is to design a logo for a new brand. You on one hand might be great at understanding what style and colors are required to create the most expressive and sellable brand. Still using Adobe Illustrator, Photoshop or any other application that you need to use for the design might prove to be a challenge for you. You now need to find somebody in the team who has the knowledge and capacity of handling the creation side and can use a design software like a wizard. As you can see, collaboration here could lead to some pretty awesome outcome. The difference between collaboration and delegation in this particular case is that you delegate not only the tasks, but decisions and the authority of making decisions in a limited manner. At the same time, you remain accountable for the final outcome, which is the successful creation of this logo for the brand. Using a similar example, you might receive tasks from others, such as creating the brand. In that case, the newly created brand is a part of a bigger picture, which might be a launch of a new product family. Consequently, Branding or a product is only one component of the overall task. Your area of responsibility and accountability for the decisions you make 
covers everything related to the creation of this particular brand. Whereas someone else will have the responsibility and accountability for the launch of the brand or product family. Question 5. Use your knowledge of each member and find the best way of communicating with them and asking them to help. Delegation works well if you know how to collaborate. Interesting, isn't it? You help out others and others help you out. It's a must everywhere you work and you will find collaboration on every level. No wonder that collaboration is one of the most sought after skills nowadays. And then question six, last but not least, keep track of your progression with the task. Don't assume it will be fine and work out well. Ensure that each colleague involved gets the right data and information and that everything is clear to every single one of them. And nobody is facing any obstacles. There is no struggle from anybody's part. If there is, step in and act on it. Okay, so let's move on and talk about ways to utilize your time so that you don't spend every waking moment on a project, on your work. As we've already touched on it, delegation can be a very effective way of sharing out tasks evenly. Ultimately, this method helps freeing up some time for yourself. High achievers often use this technique too. However, delegating tasks is not only an opportunity or a question of authority, it's a responsibility as well. You can share tasks and even authority, but remember, the responsibility of the completion remains in your hand. Another factor to consider is that it also takes trust to help someone or accept help from a co-worker. If you find yourself feeling you're the only one working hard in the team, you need to look deeply into yourself and put your expectations to the test. The drive that you must work hard and succeed is similar to the drive others have even if your interest may mismatch sometimes. So figure out what makes you feel that you are the only one pulling the weights. Is it possible that you need to put extra time, energy and effort into working on something that your colleagues either cannot comprehend or they simply don't buy into the idea? Is it possible that you might not notice the time hasn't come for your solution yet? The project is in a different stage, other deliverables must be completed before your solution could kick in. And there are of course other possibilities why you might be feeling as though you are the only one who is working hard. Let me give you a few examples of that. Priorities might have changed since you started working on a project and you didn't notice. I'd like to give you an example. There is a new brand of an exciting perfume for women. And originally the concept was to create a sexy, alluring and naughty brand. And that was the concept that you had in mind when you pitched your ideas. In the meantime, there was a shift in, uh, in the thinking. And the new direction includes the sexy and alluring, but they want all women to feel that they can be naturally sexy with less naughty undertone. So instead of creating a deep, spicy scent, they have decided to go for a lighter spring breeze type of scent and feeling. The brand marketing should, of course, reflect this shift. Another reason why you might feel that you're pulling all the weight. You're not clear on why you're doing a specific task or a project because you have been given only enough information to complete that task without knowing the context. 
Perhaps a catch-up to clarify what each of you is doing and why, or what outcome is expected, would not only be helpful, it also improves the relationship within the team and supports a better balance in the utilization of capabilities. And again, a different reason why you might be feeling that you're the only one working so hard. You may know why you're delivering a task or a project as well as others do. Still, some members of the team have additional interest that you didn't recognize. Now, let's talk a little bit about the importance of delegation when you're aiming to utilize your time better. To highlight the importance of delegation and collaboration in utilizing your time better, I'm going to share Amanda's story with you. Amanda started working in a new team to create a social media campaign for a company's newest product, a new hot chocolate drink named Chocolate Liberty. When Amanda first joined the team, it all went well. She managed to settle in fast, got on with her colleagues. A few weeks into the project, she started feeling exhausted and frustrated. She wasn't sure of the reasons at first, but it started to become more and more obvious. She kept taking on most of the tasks and was coming up with new ideas for the social channels. By the end of the third week, she was spending most of her time in the office while her colleagues were going out for drinks after work. Understandably, it frustrated her even more. The four-week review meeting was coming up, so she decided to talk to her colleagues about feeling completely overwhelmed by all the work she needed to be doing. And she added that she felt like she couldn't cope any longer. In the meeting, she explained to her colleagues that she had more tasks on her list than the rest of the team altogether. She also talked about not being supported as she never received help with her ideas for the social channels. Now, I would like you to stop for a second and think about the answers her colleagues gave to Amanda. As you probably guessed, firstly, her colleagues have never realized how snowed under she was with all her tasks, as she didn't ask for help. Secondly, as she kept taking on more and more, her colleagues assumed that she wanted to complete those tasks the way she sewed them fit. And thirdly, the reason why they couldn't help with her social media ideas was due to them not being sure about how to execute them. And they were confused how to approach the delivery because they were not on board or familiar with the details. In her colleague's opinion, her ideas were not quite relevant for that specific product. As she kept working on her own without delegating a few of her responsibilities to the team, she became more and more isolated. And this led to extremely long hours in the office, while her colleagues genuinely had no idea of her struggles, therefore didn't offer help. All in all, the conclusion is whenever you work in a team, when you feel like you're the only one who cares, the only one who works, think of and implement the six steps of delegation. These steps are also very effective habits of high achievers. Furthermore, Make a plan on how to involve your colleagues in the project or tasks you have at your hand. If you still feel alone, go through all the possibilities we have listed here today and find the reason why your peers do not seem to want to help you. Do you have a story you want to share or a question need answering? Just feel free to comment, send us a message on Facebook, just get in contact. 
that's it from me today. Have a fantastic week. Be confident and compromise less.